welcome to Spawned, a common sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. And our first episode of 2016. Or is it 2016? I don't know. Hot 16. (laughs) Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. I'm Liz Gumbiner. We're the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. And on today's episode of Spawned, we're going to be talking about the strangest new tech product at the Consumer Electronics Show. Oh yeah, you'll want to hear about this one, ladies. (laughs) And we're going to talk about Star Wars. Where the hell are all the Ray dolls? That is like a spoiler alert, but we figure it's been out now for like almost a month, so. Well, the fact that there is a female character in the movie, I don't know if that's a spoiler, but. (laughs) We're going to talk about it, so hold those thoughts, Liz. And then, of course, finally, we'll close out our show with each of our own cool picks of the week. But, of course, you can find us elsewhere if you're not listening to the podcast. Yeah, we're not just here in the Sweaty Podcast booth all the time. Sometimes we're on social media. We're in the internet. So follow (laughs) us on Twitter at CoolMomPics. Use the hashtag SpawnShow. You can check us on Facebook or email us, Spawned, at CoolMomPics.com. In your choice of fonts. That's my resolution this year. (laughs) I do not care what font you use. You're such a liar. (laughs) That's the worst resolution you've ever made. You're right. I'm not making that resolution. (laughs) I completely lied. All right. So for people who don't know what the hell CES is. The Consumer Electronics Show. Yes, And that. this is the first time in like four years we're not there. We have some women on the ground in Las Vegas right now <laughs> checking out all the latest and gadgets and cool stuff for Cool Mom Tech. But we are here in New York, but we've been avidly following the reports, the dispatches from the ground. <laughs> and Kristen sent me this link this morning. I, could, I thought she was joking. I thought you were joking. You mean about the smart bra, Liz? I was like, what's a smart bra? <laughs> like, all I can think of is it, like, it makes men's, like, eyes have to go up from your chest and look you in the eyes. You mean it doesn't do that? <laughs> like, some kind of taser shock thing to you if they're staring at your boobs. I was hoping that it would be more of, a, like, a nipple tweaking situation. Oh, my goodness. How does that make you smart? It doesn't. It just makes me feel good. <laughs> And that's I love that this is a Canadian company. And what I love is also that they're already making smart compression shirts for men. No okay. smart bras for men. So we're an equal opportunity smart <laughs> garment company here. So they've got a sports bra for women. It is smart. I mean, if you think about smart devices that track, you know, fitness and heart rate and breathing and stuff like that. This is a bra that does that. This is highly disappointing to me. I have to say, (laughs) when I saw the smart bra headline, I really thought there was going to be more than that. No, you know, no offense to tracking heart rate. I realize it's very important. Well, also, don't you like sweating it? And do you, how do you wash it? Like, does it, I I don't know. I have like 8 million questions. Like, I don't have to wash my Apple Watch. (laughs) You know, if I sweat it, I just kind of wipe it off. But like a bra that tracks stuff, like, I don't know, is that... You know, can you toss in the machine? Like, I mean, did, you you, did you read this? The data is recorded in a black box. So, like, if you go down, Liz, if you are wearing a smart bra and you crash and you into do... another runner, you, you should be it like... It can be retrieved. We can get the data out. Meanwhile, it'll show you running into the donut store. Kristen, I know you're in intensive care right now. You had a really serious accident at the gym, but just know your heart rate was excellent at the time. You know what's funny is there's a shirt yeah. that runners wear, and it says, if I fall down, uh-huh. make sure to stop my Garmin. So they, they, they say, like, if you're going to do anything, don't try to help me. Just turn off my, my pacing watch. Oh, because it'll mess up your tracking. <laughs> exactly. I, I do so little exercise, I don't even know what that means. Meanwhile, can you imagine if they pulled out, like, the, the black box? Like, what would it show you? Oops, she took a left turn and she went to five guys. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like the idea of all these like kind of fitness trackers. And I think the idea that you can just wear it like you'd wear a bra anyway to the gym. Actually, there's something kind of cool about that, right? Yeah, but do you know how much it costs? How, mu- how much? Like- $150. What? You're Okay, so you need to get smart <laughs> to begin with if you're spending $150 on a bra that's going to fall apart when you put it in the wash. I could just see my kids like tossing it in the hamper by accident and me being like, no, it's $150. I know, right? It goes through the hot water cycle accidentally and it comes out and it's like basically sized for sage. <laughs> oh, God. Well, first of all, that would require my kids actually putting things in the hamper and second of Good all, point. my eight-year-old wearing a bra, which is not Well, all happen. I have to say is if you're going to spend $150 on a bra, like I appreciate- Agent provocateur. That's yeah, what exactly. mom exactly. Get something a little sexier. Right. Or something that's going to give you like an extra boost or a little, you know, a little action. I still like my idea about making men smarter who are staring at your boobs. I think that's great. We're on, we got to patent that. We got to do something with that. Well, I would love to know from the listeners <laughs> if you guys would actually buy a smart bra. If when you heard the word smart bra, did you expect it to track your breathing or did it, or to make you breathe harder? I don't know. You can tweet us at CoolMompix with a hashtag Spawn Show. Catch us on Facebook or we, we need more emails, guys. We, we want to hear from you. It's been a little slow this week with the holidays, but I get, you know, I forgive you. Yeah, you're back with in the your swing. family and not just with us full time. And yeah. we forgive you for well, one week. Well, like, but get back to it, okay? It's spawned <laughs> at coolmompics.com. So, have you, you finally saw Star Wars, I right? Finally saw Star Wars. And did you like it? It was amazing. Yeah, I it was awesome. It I didn't see it in 3D. I'm not a super huge 3D fan. I don't like things coming we at me. We saw it twice in 3D, both times accidentally. <laughs> oh, you didn't mean to see no, it? No, because it didn't seem like the kind of movie you had to see in 3D, but for whatever reason, we ended up in the 3D screenings. There's like, you know, it's playing in like 32 theaters in one theater. Oh, I know. It's insane. And it was in every single theater near so, me. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. So, we went and saw it twice. I I cannot think of the last time I saw a movie twice in a row in a week in a theater. I think it was probably like Grease when I was That's a kid. hilarious. <laughs> I've never seen a movie twice. I only saw this once. And I do have to say, we should warn everyone, there are spoilers. We're talking about Star Wars. So if you haven't seen it in the theater and yet. And you haven't read anything or looked at any social media or watched any <laughs> news for the last three weeks of your life and have not heard anything yet about Star Wars Episode Seven, we could be the ones to ruin it for you. Now, before I saw it, I didn't read anything, but I did hear some rumblings about uh-huh. the lack of Ray toys. Now, I have to say, Ray, yes. you know, the hero, the girl. heroine, hero, <laughs> I think she brought my kids into the franchise. Like, my girls were not big on Star Wars. And we would, you know, try to watch it at home and they're like, eh, Star Wars. And we were talking about going to see The Force Awakens and they're like, eh. <laughs> I want to see Alvin and the Chipmunks. And so anyway, we dragged them there. They loved it. They loved it. And I think part of that oh, is right. I, I'm with you. I'm not a super duper Star Wars fan. I like the movies. I like the original one, two, three, now four, five, six. Just imagine that conversation with four small children, by the way, trying to explain <laughs> to them why this is number seven. It's so bizarre. But I have to say, the whole time I watched that movie, I thought, how can there not be more Ray dolls? She is such a badass. Yeah. Well, as the second we saw it, I knew my daughter would want something for yes, Christmas. Of course. With I Ray. wanted it. So I ran back before Christmas trying to get her the Ray Lego set. And they were so jacked up on Amazon by third-party sellers. Of course. I think I got the second-to-last one on the Lego site. <laughs> but 
<laughs> Shouldn't that be an indication, though, that people want the yeah. Ray characters when they're selling for, you know, three, four, five times well, what they should be well, going I, for? There are some Ray oh, things. Okay. But I think the bigger issue is that they're leaving her out of the game sets. Like, there's a, a Monopoly set. Oh, this is big news. Yeah. This, this is, is just breaking my, news. Everybody on my <laughs> Twitter feed is talking about this right now. So it's breaking Meanwhile, news in my world. when was Monopoly breaking news? And also, <laughs> do they hate parents? Do they really hate parents when they're making a Monopoly game? <laughs> Don't make us play Monopoly. <laughs> Seriously. But anyway, yay so, board games. So, yeah. So they have a Star Wars Force Awakens Monopoly set with four of the lead characters, none of which is Rey. Who do they have? They have, you know, Han Solo and Darth Vader and... Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. And by the way, have you seen Emo Kylo Ren? That's no. the best Twitter feed ever. Okay, I need to see. Was it just the, at Emo Kylo At Emo Kylo Ren. Ren. And he, he's only following two people, Darth Vader and Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Now, here's the other thing. There's no general Leia Organa dolls either. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to find those. Yeah. And she's like, not only is she super famous... From all the other movies, but she's a big part of this movie too. They're like, eh, she's not like four pounds wearing a slave bikini. We just can't sell the dolls. <laughs> right? They're going to put her in like a Golden Girl set or something. Oh, God. The fifth Golden Girl is Princess Leia. So, one of my favorite articles was written by one of my favorite writers, Mike Adamic. He wrote this amazing post called Ray is Not a Role Model for Little Girls. It's fantastic. It's on his blog, and Mike Adamic. He can write a damn good link bait title it's there, good, Mike. Man. <laughs> it's really good, and I don't want to give it away. But he's saying that he keeps hearing she's so powerful, she's so strong, a perfect role model for girls, which you know something yeah, I kind of, of said too. Yeah. But his point is, it's a perfect role model for everybody, yes. and not just girls. Boys. That boys need to hear this, and that women need to hear this, and men need to hear this, and girls don't need to be told like, oh look, you can be a hero. Like I, I am living proof of this. Yesterday, my kids had a play date, and I'm like trying to work in the other room, and all I hear is them saying. Get out your lifesaver! <laughs> and they're like taking <laughs> sticks and brooms and like beating the crap out of each other. I don't even want to know what went on in the other room. But there were like three girls having an awesome lightsaber battle. Nobody had to be like, girls, you too can be the hero in your own imaginary play. <laughs> so that's kind of his point, which I think is great. I think it's a disservice to boys, honestly, that they don't have this powerful awesome character to play with. Yes. I don't, and the moment, and here's the spoiler, the moment you realize she totally has the force and it's more powerful than like anyone, certainly more than Kylo Ren who's having his like disaffected emo oh, like mood issues. I know. Well, I, couldn't, I couldn't lose the image of, of him as in the girls. girls. So I had a hard time with that, but that's a whole other show. But yeah, you're right. She is so powerful. I cannot believe... That she has been left out. Yeah. And so his point is Hasbro, which he kind of humorously calls Hasbro's, B-R-O-S, <laughs> that Hasbro, and I think Hasbro does some good toys, by the way. However, they've come out with entire boxes of Force Awakens toys without the main character. And he writes about it really beautifully. And you guys have to check out this post. We'll link it up on our site. We'll tweet it out. It's really good. And and he, you know, this is a dad's perspective. And I think it's really smart. And the same thing happened, remember, with Big Hero 6? Yes. Where they yes. came out with sheets that had all the characters on it right. except for, like, the one girl. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand what's going on. But in this case, Hasbro has responded because The Verge mm-hmm. just did a piece called Attention Hasbro. I love The Verge. Ray is the main character of The Force Awakens. That came out. We'll link that up as well on Cool Mom Picks. But they actually had a letter from a little kid yeah, asking where the heck the Ray doll was. Yeah, a woman named Carrie Goldman. She's the author of a book called Bullies. And she's had a tweet that's gone viral because her eight-year-old daughter wrote this really adorable letter in like four different colors of magic marker. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Saying, how could you leave out Ray? She belongs in Star Wars Monopoly and all the other Star Wars games. Without her, there is no Force Awakens. It awakens in her. And without her, oh. the bad guys would have won. That's true. Besides, boys and girls need to see women can be as strong as men. Girls matter. Boy or girl, who cares? We are all equal, all of us. From like an eight-year-old. That's adorable. She's my new hero. I know. Well, <laughs> 1,700 retweets say she's a lot of people's new hero. And so Hasbro responded. And I don't know. What do you think about the response? Wasn't it this whole thing that if they had released Ray dolls, that would have been the world's worst spoiler alert? Yeah, that there was. Uh, now, I, I, I don't. I want to investigate that further because <laughs> I want to know if like Disney was in on this somehow. But how could knowing that there was Ray in the movie be a spoiler considering, you know, she was she's doing been, all the she's doing all the press. She's on the posters. Like, everyone knows about her. Everybody knew Lupita Nyong'o was in it. Like, I don't know. I knew Judah Friedlander had a cameo in the cantina scene, and I wasn't reading any spoilers. Like, all that stuff was out. So how is, like, having Ray in a Monopoly set any more spoiler than Han Solo, who's back in the movie in a major part? Yeah. So what do you think is, like, the bigger—what's going on? Is there, like, a bigger issue here? Is this just Star Wars? Because I feel like this is an ongoing issue, and I know we had a whole topic about boys' toys versus girls' toys, but— I I think that toy manufacturers are still convinced yes. that if boys, who they perceive to be their main market for an action film, all the merchandising from a film like Star Wars, I think they still think that if boys see a girl in their set, they won't play with it. I agree with you 100%. Yes. Blatant and that's the end of the show. Sexism. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, Dang. no, I think that's terrible. And I'm not sure what will change things. You know, and, I, and I'm also not sure if maybe it's like a small minority of, you know, outspoken progressive parents who are making a bigger stink up out of it. But I, I don't know. I, I, I just find the whole thing kind of disconcerting that as a culture we so undervalue the role of women that we're like eh, the lead doesn't even have to be in the play set because she's not like a boy yielding a weapon I know and it's weird because that to me is generational like mm. I could see that with the older movies back yeah. when they came out what in the 70s but I feel as though now so many parents are total Star Wars geeks. Yeah. They're not just saying, daughter, you need to stay home. I am only taking boy children to the movie. That's not happening. They're getting excited with both yeah. their kids. Well, you know, now that I think about it, one of the things I think is so great and captivating about Episode 7 is that Star Wars evolved with the times. Yes. And actually, if you look at the pacing of the original, it's, you know, very much, much the of its era. Of George Lucas, though. He's uh, I know, I know. He's not happy about ha- that. Well, whatever. He can count his billions <laughs> and, like, cry right. in all of them. Um, but if you look at the pacing, the special effects, the way things were done in the 70s and even in, like, the early 90s ones, like the awful Jar Jar Binks thing, ah. I feel like this is a movie that's really gotten back to, like, 
great storytelling, great pacing, special effects, not just for the purpose of, wow, look at those special effects, but that further the story. Amazing characters. Funny. There's some funny parts. Racial and galactic diversity. Yes. (laughs) Very nicely said. Lots of different people from lots of different planets. And so I think the movie has kept up with the times. It's kind of ironic when you think about it that the toys that go with the movie are still back in the 70s. I have to agree with you. And I feel like... They could have done a better job of just saying, you know what, Hmm. we're just really surprised at how popular she was. And so now we're going to get on it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel don't know like about a... this whole like, well, we didn't want to was, give anything away. It was very strategic on our part <laughs> to not make a doll that would sell millions and millions of dollars. Well, they're now saying that they have new Monopoly sets coming out with the with the Ray character in it. Meanwhile, as you said, who even wants to buy a freaking Monopoly set anyway? <laughs> Good Lord. Just give me the doll. I just want the Legos, the action figures, the play sets. I want some T-shirts. I want some good costumes that are not made in China. T-shirts, that's right. Her outfit is awesome, by the way. Yes. I don't want to be all girly like, ooh, her outfit. But she looked amazing. I know. My kids were talking about her hairstyle. They were asking, because they haven't seen the movie yet, and they were asking if her hair was different than Princess Leia's hair. Oh, big time. And I said, yes. Yeah, we went from the cinnamon buns on the ears to like kind of the stoplight, like the three-pronged little bulbous hair... (laughs) <laughs> yes. Balls yes. going down the back of her many head. Of, many tutorials are happening on YouTube for that. But there are, okay, so there are Ray toys out there. Yeah, what, there are what a few. And hey, I got the Lego one, which you is awesome. You did get the Lego one. Yeah, it's fun. This is the perfect opportunity right now. We're sending a call out. To all our indie artisans, can they even do that? They could make a Ray-inspired doll. They can. They can. I, I want to see like what starts Come popping on. up on Etsy Let's with go. all the fan art. And yeah, we should do a post yeah. about like cool Ray stuff since it's so hard to find. Give us some t-shirts. Give us some stuff, people. We will feature it on Cool Mom Picks. So let us know if you find anything that you love that's really cool that's a little off the beaten path or not. Maybe like Hasbro's making something awesome that we haven't seen yet. And we'll do a little of our sleuthing and let's do a post on Cool Mom Picks about cool Ray stuff. I say. Because it's out there for boys and girls who would like to play with the actual hero of an action movie. We're going to find it for you. And if you guys have an opinion about this, if you feel like people are making too big of a deal or not a big enough deal, we'd love to hear from you. Get riled up, people. Yeah, we like the outrage. Outrage. <laughs> it burns calories. <laughs> you can tweet us at Cool Mom Picks. Use the hashtag Spawn Show. Visit our Facebook page of the same name or email us, spawned, at coolmompicks.com. All right, and now... Cool Picks of the Week! Cool Picks of the Week! So, what's your cool pick of the week this week, Kristen? This is an oldie but a goodie, Liz, yeah. and hopefully you're going to join me on this. Okay. I am back on the 30-day shred bandwagon <gasps> with Jillian Michaels. I wa- I'm in. I'm in. Are I you? I want to do it. Yes. Are you? So, I had a blog ages ago when I first tried the 30-day shred back in 2010, and it was called The Shredheads, and my friend Bill, who is still in charge of the Facebook page, kind of relit that fire, and I've been seeing it pop up in my Facebook feed, and I said, you know what? I need to do this. That's awesome. And you know why? I love the 30-day shred, right? It's under 30 minutes. Each day of exercise. Yes. Yeah. It's like 22 even. I still have the original videos downloaded to my Amazon account, so <laughs> I can jump back in. Yeah, you can actually get I would the love first to do one. That with you, you can get the first one on YouTube. And it really works. Like it when really I did it the works. First time. It does. I lost a lot of weight when I did it the first time, but I was also breastfeeding, so that doesn't necessarily count. But if you're looking for something that's under 30 minutes a day, it is hard 
people, it is not easy. It is a little tough on the knees. So if you have knee trouble, be careful. But you can do it in your house. You can do it with your kids nearby. And it really it makes you feel good. I did it last night for the first time, and I'm having trouble walking today. But That's great. Well, I have triceps that are made for <laughs> podcasting. So I should probably get in on that with you. That's a great pick. I love that. Okay, I'm going to have the more sit in your ass and don't do anything active pick. So... Remember I said a couple episodes back that my sister-in-law was like the most awesome gift organizer. She has like spreadsheets and she knows exactly what to give everybody. I do remember that. she sent us board games for each of the four girls this year. And she sent Thalia this game called Telestrations. It is so I've never heard of that board game ever in my life. It's so great. It's for like eight or more people. And it's Telestration, like a cross between the game Telephone. Okay. You know, where you like whisper something in someone's ears. Yes, And illustrations like... Pictionary. And so what it is is everybody gets a different word and they scribble it on this kind of dry erase pad. Okay. And then they flip their pad over and they draw a picture of that thing. Okay. And then you pass it around to the right. So now all you have is a picture from like your six-year-old and you have to (laughs) then flip the page again and write what you think it is. Okay. And then you pass it again and now that person just has a word. So basically you can start with like monkey wrench and it ends up being clown car (laughs) or whatever. So is the object that it it stays monkey wrench the whole way around. Well, like it's people- just I think it's just fun to oh, see okay. like yeah. what it ends up being, just like the game operator, but in drawing form. It's Got it. so fun. And we did actually Kate, our associate editor, did an amazing post recently that really resonated with our readers about great board games for six or more people because it's so hard to find those and it's awesome when you have like a lot of family over. Yeah. This definitely is going into that list. Telestrations. It's so fun. And it's from a little indie company called USAopoly. Oh, and not to be confused with Monopoly <laughs> without Ray in it. <laughs> and meanwhile, with the weather getting colder, at least here, possible snow at some point, I imagine it's a good idea to stock up on those board games. It's super fun. We ha- I play with my boyfriend and all, all of our kids. We played like nonstop all last <laughs> week. I've never laughed so hard. Well, that's good. Like, I'll just tell you, for example, <laughs> his daughter drew the most perfect Frankenstein monster. He looks at it and he writes, adult zombie Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> thinking into something a little too much, perhaps. I don't know. It's like one of those people that messes up operator on purpose. So then I drew, like, an adult zombie Charlie Brown with, like, the one strand of hair and the zigzag shirt. Yes. And then somehow it got back to Frankenstein. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was awesome. That is awesome. So we laughed really hard. Telestration, super fun game, and uh, it's only, like, 30 bucks. I love it. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks for joining us for our first Spawn of the New Year. Thanks so much to our producer, Sarah Abdurrahman, our engineer, Zach Dinerstein, and also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. And we love, love hearing from you guys. Your emails, your tweets, they really make our day. So please keep them coming. And guess what? I think we're going to start having guests on Spawn. We are going to start having guests. So if you guys have suggestions of people, especially if they're nearby. Liz, you really need to have Bradley Cooper on the show. (laughs) I was thinking that since Ryan Reynolds lives in the suburbs of New York, actually kind of near where your mom is, Liz, he should come in and say hello. Let us know who you'd like us to have on. It'll be fun. Yeah, and please Please make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and download that episode. Thanks so much for listening to Spawn. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.